depends. If Saka's going, we'll win. That's a bold claim. That's on pod, you idiot. Hello and welcome to the Man On Podcast. I am FPL Dronach. I'm FPL Thomas. Yeah, that was a huge delay. <laughs> so uh, I'm glad I can cut those things out. Really? <laughs> yeah. See, then, then that wasn't then. So it's like, oh, just, just Zoom and internet connection wrap at the best of times. How are you doing? Mm. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How about you? Yeah, no, not too bad. Uh, busy, as, as, as always. Um, it'd be nice to see one or two uh, FPL games disappear. And uh, maybe hmm. one, well, maybe one or two new ones start, but maybe those that don't take a huge, a huge amount of investment. Mm. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, without further ado, we should probably jump into some of our games, shouldn't we? Really, and then we'll do our questions. Yes, it's been it's been a busy one um, as we're at the business end of the season, as they say. Obviously, the end of Gaffer for a start, and for a few months. Yeah, for a few months. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, obviously you need to, it'll. I'm hoping start back up. <laughs> mm, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Perfect. So uh, FPL, how are you getting on this week? Um. Yeah, it's one of those ones where it's not terrible, but at the same time, it needed to be better. If that makes sense. Um. I think I've. I think the average before tonight's game because we're recording. Um, Fulham have just lost um, to Burnley. Um, but pre this game, the average was 46 points and I am on 45 points. So, yeah, I'm just kind of scraping by. Um, captaincy is on Salah. I tried to go a bit left, well, not left field because it's Salah, but, you know, I tried to be a little bit different because I was pretty sure that Bruno wouldn't play both games. Uh, sorry, all three games. So I thought, you know what, I'll try and go for Salah. I thought Salah was going to get at least a goal against Southampton, if not a couple of returns. And he just got the assist, um, which was frustrating. Also, and Ollie Watkins, who got sent off. Um, and I have double Leicester defence, who went and conceded four goals to Newcastle. <laughs> so they both scored zero. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a, one of those... Yeah. How are you doing anyway? Um, well, I had Chris Wood this evening and obviously he scored. So that's taken me to 47 points so far. Nice. Yeah, 47 points so far. Um, <laughs> annoyingly, I've got Son and mm. Dallas on my bench with seven and nine. Um, so, however, uh. I do have Havertz and Aubameyang who didn't play the first game. So if one of those two doesn't play the second game, then I will get Son coming in. Um, mm. Okay. So that, that, there's always that. Um, so we'll see. There's no way I can get Dallas on at all. Um, so that nine points is mm. fucked off into the bin. But um, yeah, let's see what happens. Um, <laughs> still got, still got, you know, Basaka and Greenwood as my captain to go. Obviously, Greenwood returned quite nicely in the first game. So uh, good to see that uh, that was a good captaincy choice for once. Um, 
yeah, otherwise forty seven, it's it's all right. Um yeah, we, 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 we go on. Um is what it is. FPL questions? Go for it. Nice one. So Motley Barnett has said the best options for a free hit for the upcoming blank game week. I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people are because of the teams that are obviously blanking, which is Manchester United, Leicester, Arsenal and Chelsea. So even though it's only four teams um, at the moment, Manchester United assets are highly owned. You know, most people have three Manchester United assets, you know, ahead of this triple game week. Everyone kind of got two, if not three in. Leicester are popular as well. Ihanacho, for example, um, Vardy and, and some of the defence. Um, Arsenal less so, but Chelsea as well popular. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a difficult one. I mean, myself, I think I'm down to... How many players have I got? I have one, two, three, four, five, six. I've got seven players currently. Um, I have two free transfers. So obviously I will use those and probably take a minus four as well um, to get three players in um, for to take me up to 10, 10 players. Um, although that does include Ruben Diaz, who I'm guessing may well not pay, play. Sorry, So I may even end up taking a minus eight and take him out. I don't know yet. Um, how many players do you have? For the next game week, I have... Um... Oh, God. Uh, not many, if I remember rightly. Um, I've got hmm. one, two, three, four. Oh, no, actually, no, I tell a lie. I made two transfers today, uh, or possibly even three. Uh, and I've got myself a full 11, but I've no subs. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, fair enough. Yeah. Um, okay, so what, what players would you then recommend um, in owning, like what players are you confident about returning? Because obviously Motley Barnett's has stated that it's going to be on a free hit. So basically any players. In fairness, I really like my team. Like I, when I did it earlier today, I was like, that's a really nice team for a blank game week. If every player plays, it could be quite good. So <laughs> I think... Okay, we'll give him one player in each position then. <laughs> okay. Um, so I would go probably Diaz for, for Man City. Okay. Um, I would go Salah in midfield, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And I would go Calvert Lewin as striker. Okay. What about the goalkeeper? Which keeper oh, would you Oh, sorry, pick? keeper. Um, sorry? This week, if I could pick a keeper, that's, I mean, I would, I mean, you could make it a case uh, for all Liverpool, in fairness. Um, mm-hmm. But I would go, I would maybe go Jordan Pickford, um, in fairness. Mm. Yeah, no, I I did consider picking um, Pickford. I don't even know if is Pickford actually back playing because he was out recently. Uh, um, but yeah, I know yes. I know what you mean because sure. Everton. Well, it's not because it's Everton. It's because they're playing Sheffield United, and you mm. don't have any faith in them ever scoring a goal ever, really. But no, the names I wrote down. I wrote down Allison. Uh, if I was on free hit, I probably would go for Allison in goal. Yep. Um, I agree with, again, what you said about you could pretty much go all Liverpool. Uh, so the obvious pick would be TAA. But um, I actually picked um, Kufal. Um, yeah, I've simply got him, because, I've got him anyway. Yeah, West Ham, you know, they obviously that, that silly result they went and had against Everton, they really do need to now win their next game against Brighton. And Brighton aren't renowned for um, 
being big scorers and Kufal does seem to get um, assists from time to time. Actually, it's Sufal, isn't it? I Sufal. hear everyone saying Sufal. Yeah, I need to stop Sufal. calling him Sufal. Yeah, Sufal. Um, midfield, midfielder, sorry. I um, I actually went for a player who scored um, the other, yesterday against Manchester United, which was Traore for Aston Villa. Um, I do like him. Um, he's an exciting player and I think he's the kind of player that, you know, next season he'll be even better. Um, and then, oh, sorry, and they are playing Crystal Palace. Uh, and then striker, I've put down two names. DCL was one of them mm-hmm. and Antonio was the other one. So yeah, I'll, I'll go for Antonio. Yeah, good shot on Antonio. Yep, so that's me. Nice one. Okay, so... Uh, Spencer or Beery, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> uh, what's your plans with the last few weeks? Any chances of differential picks? Um, well, we did a. Uh, actually, no, I can't talk about that yet. Or, or I can't talk about it on our podcast anyway, so I won't. <laughs> I thought I was <laughs> going to say something then. Um, differential picks and picks for the week. I like, as I said two seconds ago, you can make any case now for a Liverpool player in the last three fucking games. Like Liverpool yeah. have got West Brom, they've got Burnley, and they've got Crystal Palace. I mean, I will be loading up on three Liverpool players going forward. I've already got one in this week. Um, I can definitely see me getting another in for the another two in next week to finish off the season. Um, differential picks, though. I guess you could from Liverpool, you could look at Quebec or Nat Phillips. Um, would be a good shout for those guys. Um, Southampton's last three fixtures, although Southampton, you know, they've been, they are literally just outside the relegation zone and they're not playing great. Their run of games isn't so bad either. They've got Fulham, Leeds and West Ham. Obviously, West Ham is the last day of the season and they are away, but the next two are at home um, mm. against, against Fulham and um, Leeds. Leeds would be possibly tricky. Leeds are... You could never predict which Leeds team's going to show up. Um, mm. But yeah, you could look at someone like Ward Prowse or Vestergaard or um, Walker Peters, for instance, um, as a differential. It, it's, it's very hard at this stage of the season to get a differential that's going to, you know, smash it. You know, at the, it's hard at the best of times. I, I mean, I think it's very difficult, difficult when you come to differentials. And I think you need to put them out at the mid, in the middle of the game weeks when everyone's got the sort of template. That's when you need to be picking them. I think when it comes to the start and end of the season, you end up being quite template anyway. I can't see many people having differentials, especially if they're quite high up in the game uh, for the last three game weeks. They probably don't mm. want to take the risk. Um, so one more for me is I would go with one of the, I think Palace have got an all right run in as well. So they've got Villa, Arsenal and, um, oh yeah, Liverpool. No, they don't have a nice run in. That's a good point. The next game's okay for them, but they don't have a good mm. finish. So yeah, I'd avoid, I'd avoid Crystal Palace. Um, but I do like Eze, which is annoying really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eze is, is a, a great prospect and a, another player who I think is just going to keep getting better and better. Yeah, when he moves, when he leaves Crystal Palace, when he realizes he's made a mistake and goes somewhere else <laughs> this week, next season, hopefully he, he won't, but uh, he should. Um, yeah, so I, I would say like Nap Phillips, Quebec, people who aren't going to be that highly owned, maybe mm. just for Liverpool, they're, they're your safe bets. Um, I just think end of the season it's now template. Anything different from you? Um, no, and I was going to say, well, yeah, it kind of crosses over with the, the um, names that we put forward in the last question, really, because I think mm. 
you know, those teams that you mentioned, obviously um, Liverpool, but West Ham also, um, having such good runs, you'd want them not only the, for game week 36, but probably through to the end anyway. So again, the names I put down, Alisson, he's actually only 6.4% owned. Um, I put down, this is a little bit left field and it's not like me to ever really recommend a Spurs player, but Serge Aurier mm. is only 1.6% owned. Their next game is against Wolves, who aren't oh, consistent defensively. Um, and then I think they've got another couple of um, decent games also. Yeah, they have. Um, then I've put Rafina, who I think a lot of people obviously sold. I've, I've got Rafina back in. Him. Uh, he came back. Yeah, he came back this weekend. He's only 5.4% owned. Um, so he a bit of a differential pick. And I also put down Antonio, who's um, only 5.5% owned. The only thing I would Ollie Watkins owners like myself are probably going to either be moving to Antonio, Bamford, DCL, one of those three are the most likely, depending on budget. Um, so if you're thinking about one of those ones, it's probably best to go early and get the one you want because all three of them, I think, and uh, Watkins owners will, will kind of divide between the three of them. So all three of them could go up. I mean, you've broken up quite a lot here. Um one player that I've got in my team today, as I just said, is Chris Wood. And in actual fact, Chris Wood, he has Leeds and uh, Sheffield United in his, as two of the last three games. The other, one's, uh, the other one's Liverpool, so I won't worry about that, although they are home. So Chris Wood's not a bad shout either as a striker. Mm. Yeah, uh, no, I could, I could get behind that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, perfect. Okay, so last FPL question is from Adam Robinson. Um, he's probably la- asked one in every section. He often does. Uh, he's put best Watkins, <laughs> best Watkins replacement, and which players to get for the final stretch. I have three Leicester and two United who blank next game week, so not from those teams. I don't think we would have suggested them anyway, considering they blank next game week. So that'd have been silly. Um, you mean best Watkins replacement? We've just literally done. You know, that's Bamford, Antonio. Maybe uh, Chris Wood and uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. There's your sort of ones around the same price that you should maybe look at. Um, players to go for for the final stretch? Yeah. Free Liverpool, just simply put, as well. Mm. I think possibly, um, you mentioned, didn't you say Southampton have got all right fixtures? And I think Danny Ings is coming back to fitness. So if he is, um, if he plays against Fulham, you wouldn't bet against him um, no, returning all, in all that leads. game. Um, so I think he could be another shout. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're not exactly renowned for clean no. sheets. So, um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, least, add, you know, add him to the list of Antonio, Bamford and DCL, really. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, in terms of, like, going forward for the last three, Man City look nice. They've got Newcastle, Brighton and um, Everton. Obviously, the Everton are a little bit more difficult, but I expect them to beat Newcastle and um, Brighton. So you could be looking definitely at one or two of the Man City guys. you just got to be careful of that rotation. Um, have they have got, obviously, the uh, Champions League final to think about. Um, <laughs> so, you know, just be careful with them. Just, you know, Edison's not a bad shout, to be completely honest with you. You know, he doesn't get rotated. Um, otherwise, maybe West Ham. Uh, obviously, West Ham's last are... Brighton, West Brom, and home to Southampton. So I'd definitely be looking at maybe getting a West Ham player in as well, or two, if you were going to 
set up the next three. Just a couple of teams there to target. Uh, is that FPL done? FPL done. Right. Let's move very swiftly on to Sky Sports and very swiftly off of it because we've both come to our fucking tether with it. Um, COVID ruined it. It was too many fucking games to choose from. Um, there's too many captains to choose in a week for this game week. It was literally like 20 different captains to set. You forgot or missed two days and, and it was shit. Um, my current score this week, a couple more games to go, is 58. I don't know if that's good or not. Um, I'm currently sat around 16,000. That's mm. 16, one six. What about yourself? <laughs> Um, yeah, my current score is 37. Oof. I've just checked. I had, yeah, well, I had Dunk yesterday. Oh, who yeah. Who got sent off. So did many, um, though, mate. So I saw her. Do you know what? The best yeah. thing was to see how many people were like, oh, I love owning Dunk. He scored, he scored. Like 20 minutes later, Dunk <laughs> sent off. And they were like, oh, you prick. I was like, yeah. don't own Dunk. Never have. Well, never. yeah. I mean, I had Dunk and I had um, Watkins who as well, who also got sent off. And then I've oh, just seen that my captain tonight shit. was um, Aina or whatever it is from Fulham who didn't even play. Oh. So, yeah, I mean, like, like Darren mentioned, um, I wasn't enjoying Sky, but it's just become too much. It's, it's too, I found it too difficult to, to stay on top of things and really plan for it properly like you need to. Um, my rank is, was 1.8k. Uh, I may well have slipped to about 2k or so now, which, you know, is what it is. Um, Next season, mate. I still have some transfers left. I've still got six transfers, but that's because I haven't been thinking about making transfers, to be fair. So, yeah, Sky done. (laughs) Yeah, it literally is. Uh, Do we have any Sky questions? No, move on to Gaffer. That is Sky done. Uh, So, Gaffer, all done and dusted. How do you feel? Um, pleased. Pleased that it's um, kind of come to the end in that um, I'm already looking forward to the restart. Mm. Um, I kind of feel like I was on the back foot um, fairly early on with this game because of not really knowing more than about 10% of the players and stuff. Um, so I feel like next season, even though I'm, you know, I may not even finish higher than what I did this season, um, I can enjoy it more next season and I can play just with more knowledge um, and more understanding of the game and stuff like that. So it's been fun learning. Um, And yeah, as I said, I'm already looking forward to, um, to the next season, but um, yeah, well done. Well done the gaffer guys, because it's been a a welcome change from um, FPL. It's It's... it's been quite unique. Yeah. It's been awesome. Um, I'm honestly, I mean, let's be fair, they will continue it next year. Um, mm-hmm. It's just been fantastic. I think we'll leave, I think there'll be even more people. I think, it's, what was there, like 6,000 people last this year that played it? Yeah. Well, not, what you'll get is probably the fans of teams like West, West Brom, um, Fulham and Sheffield United may well sign up because their teams are obviously out of FPL. Yeah. Even, so that even will increase. So, yeah. I, I reckon we're looking, I reckon they'll increase the 6k to, to, to 10 or more. Um, mm. I think, I think the fact that it came out of nowhere and wasn't heavily pushed before the end yeah. of the season, there's a lot of podcasts now like ours and other people's and we've got our website who can push it. So come pre-season, 
we can get a lot more people involved, I think. So it's, you know, it's definitely worth playing. And, and the good thing mm. is a lot of people who don't follow the championship played it this season and actually prove that you don't really need to follow it that much to be able mm-hmm. to do quite well. And it does yeah. give you a little bit more of a deeper insight into it and into the players and stuff. So yeah, well done guys. Uh, really great season, really great game. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, improving on my uh, rank next, next season. Definitely. Um, if I don't, I'll be, I'm quitting. <laughs> Quite simply put. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Go on then. What's the first question? First question for Gaffer is from FPL Joel. And he said, Oh, actually, FPL Joel and Steve Bird asked the same sort of question. So I used me noggin and I grouped them together. Oh, hang on. Let's, let's, let's not miss out the fact that FPL Joel actually finished second in the world in this game. I haven't got to that bit, but he did, yes. Uh, congratulations to FPL Joel for finishing second. Does does he does he write for any websites at all? I think he writes for the um, best fantasy football website going. He does, doesn't he? He does. Fantastic. Good news. Um, so second in the world, FPL Joel <laughs> and uh, competition Steve Bird has. Uh, they both asked what the sort of memorable moment for Gaffer was, and the personal highlight of the season. I haven't got memory. Okay, so go on then. What's your most memorable moment? For me, it's going to be... I've got two, and obviously it's where I finished quite high in the week. Um, my top, my, mm-hmm. my best finishes were a 17th and a 22nd. And I think like my most memorable was the most... Like, game week 45, so the penultimate. I got 112 points out of fucking mm. nowhere, mate. Honestly, no chips played. I just thought, that <laughs> team looks all right this week. And it, got, it came game week ranked 22nd. And I was like, holy shit. And it pushed me from 320 to 288. And I thought, if I can do that again in the last week, I can get into that, that, that top 250 I wanted. Uh, mm. Last game week, fucked it completely. So don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> so for, for me, the whole game was absolutely fantastic. I enjoyed the highs and lows. Mm. And as I look through my ranks, I can see I had some, some fantastic highs and you know, devastating lows. I had a huge string of red arrows oh my god that's ugly um mm. it's about eight red arrows in a row i had and i just plummeted from three three six to eight seven three and then i had five arrows and green arrows in a row and i climbed my way back from 873 to 272 um that was a personal mm. highlight that's a huge climb in five game week six game week sorry mm. um decent but yeah, uh, if I could have kept that up, who knows, I might have been Joel. Um, never mind. <laughs> uh, what about yourself? No, that's, that's all good. Yeah, no, um, for me, my most memorable moment, again, I put, I put down two. So it was a positive and a negative one. Um, I said scoring 220 points and getting a game rate rank of seventh. That was good. That was a few weeks ago, and that was um, using the Jeepers Keepers chip. Um yeah, that was that was amazing. I did, you know, that really did um, give me a big push. Um, and then the other most memorable thing was a couple of well, I think it was game week forty one. I think it was um, when I used my goal first chip and got a game week rank of over four k. It was absolutely awful. Oh, I yeah. think I only had, had like one two scorer. goals in the whole team. Yeah, you um, did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, something like that. that. Absolutely terrible. I think I would have scored more. If I didn't just didn't use the boost, because I think I lost, I lost maybe my cat. I don't know, captain with points or whatever it was. But yeah, it was just atrocious, absolutely atrocious. 
And that was the thing that kind of just held me back from really, you know, that final push. Um, so yeah, you know, I can, I can look back at my, um, my positive and most positive, and most negative point of the season there. Um, and then my personal highlight of the season um, in, in regards to what Steve asked would be just my overall rank really. So I finished 175th, which I'm really pleased with considering I, when it was about game week 13, 14, I was like 900 and something. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I've not really adjusted my strategy that much during the season. I'm not, I didn't suddenly start watching games or more or anything like that. Literally, I just catch um, goal scorers and, and stuff on um, the Sky Sports News and things like that. And then obviously we started the website. So um, people started putting things on there. So like some player recommendations and stuff like that. And I just kind of took a little bit of notice here and there of, of, of things. But um, yeah, no, that, I'm just really pleased with our finish, really. So that would be my highlight. Nice one. So it should be. Uh, Steve Bird's asked a second question, greedy. Uh, he said, what do you think happens to mm-hmm. the big name players of both Bournemouth and Brentford if they don't get promoted? Well, I mean, I imagine a few of them will move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I think Ivan Tony will move. He's, he's a big player. I think Dan Juma will leave um, as well for Bournemouth. So that's one per club. I, uh, let's be fair. I can't see them all going. Um, mm. but I think Ivan Tony and Dan Juma are definitely two one per club that will definitely look to be uh, will, will someone will be buying them I'm pretty sure yeah I mean I, I wrote both those names down myself <laughs> there you go see I yeah I mean I, I, I completely agree with Tony <laughs> yeah no I completely agree with Tony um, I think what Brentford did last I can't remember if it was in January now or if it was last in the summer but, you know, they sold Ben Rama when they had a few talented players. And he was probably the most talented one, the most well-known. Mm. I've got a feeling that Brentford might be that kind of club that just only really needs to sell one. And then they should be able to financially deal with keeping the rest. Um, and right. I think that Tony will get clubs sniffing around him that are big enough for um, him to say, look, come on, you can't. You know, deny me this opportunity because you know he could, he could end up in a team that's sort of a top, top eight, top six Premier League team possibly. You know, I, I wouldn't say no to him coming to Arsenal. To be honest with you, uh, I think he's a, a definitely a talent. And Bournemouth, I'm, I'm not so sure. I mean, Dan Juma, I'd written down like I said. I could also see Brooks go in. Yeah, possibly. Um, he's a talented player, and then possibly Solanke. Who's so, like, I don't think. See, like, I I didn't think Solanke would having moved no. there. He's only just moved there from Liverpool, so yeah, I can't see him moving again. You know, he didn't. You know, he had a long injury spell. I think didn't he at one point? Mm. So he didn't. I think you'd have to give him another season. He's still young, so let's let's give him some mm. time. Yeah, 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 yeah. True, true, true. But yeah, no, Dan Juma and Brooks were the two main ones that I'd put down. Uh, I think Brooks has got a good reputation. You know, he was out injured for most of this season, really, wasn't he? But when he was in the Premier League, he was he showed what he could do. Very, very true. Adam Robinson, again, obviously. <laughs> Any different way, strategy, you would play the game next season with the, with the experience in the boot? 100%. I, like, I played my Jeepers Creepers and picked a goalkeeper that wasn't even fucking first choice. Um... <laughs> 
obviously that was a rookie mistake. Although he had scored the most points for that team in in the the bloody um, game, it turned out that they had literally switched keepers two weeks before, and I and I didn't know that, um, mm. which was a pisser because obviously your jeepers keepers got you nearly eighty something ninety points on its own, um, whereas mine mm, yeah didn't, mine didn't. It got me about forty with the one keeper, but the other one didn't play, so it was a fucking waste. Um, there's no again, there's no real strategy to it. It, and it, I mean, I'd say the gaffer template, it, gaffer became more template than FPL does, in all fairness. And you could pretty much predict most people, like front, you know, the front three was always made up of about five to six players. Everybody had sort of Dan Juma, Buendia in their midfield. Um, everyone had sort of Malone, Bidwell, Roberts in their defense. You know, it, it uh, ended up being quite template so i don't think there's a strategy you can play apart from do better mm. with do better with my chips mm. I, well i think as well the the player pricing played a big part in that you were able to basically um get build yourself a very very good team mm. um you know you could have virtually all the players that you wanted um, i don't think there was ever a point where i had sort of under a million sitting in my bank. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, like um, and they do, you know, the prices of players did go up. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Elise was, um, I don't know if he was unknown as such. I'm not sure if he played much the season before. Um, but, you know, he's he's a hot prospect. And, you know, I'm sure he will be probably about six, 6.5 million next season in the game. Um, I mean, I, I would say, I mean, we already covered maybe doing a little bit more research. But um, I think I probably... I think I might have only used one overhaul. And I think that I would definitely aim to only use one overhaul next season as well, considering how many points you can get from um, Jeepers Keepers and, well, Goldfest and and those kind of chips, boosts. Um, You know, I think I'd probably only use the one overhaul um, because, yeah, I think that there's so many points to be made, made up from those other chips. So that's sort of a strategy that I've got in the back of my mind. Um, obviously, the aim would be to use that, uh, use the overhaul in maybe the, the second window of new chips um, and hopefully just attack that final, final end of the season. Um, because you would like to think with a little bit of better planning, you wouldn't need to use the overhaul in the first sort of 10 weeks or so. That's true. Very true. Um, hopefully there'll be some podcasts who maybe get to read out some of the uh, player prices in preseason. Just a thought, Gaffer guys. Love you. <laughs> that would be nice. You know, we, we were trusted to do it with Champman. So, you know, hopefully we can, we can do it. Um, with Gaffer too. Uh, we will hopefully we will drum up excitement. Don't you worry. Um, Chapman done. Uh, sorry, Chapman done. Dickhead. Gaffer done. <laughs> Gaffer done. Chapman time. Chapman time. Um, how did you get on last week? You go first this time. I don't know how the line like. Okay, so uh, I mean, did last just... week I wild carded. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've made you go first. I scored 58 points. I feel like you did shit. Yeah, um, 58 points, which was a... It's not shit. I mean, I got a red arrow, but it was only a sixth-place red arrow. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, it's a game week rank of 6-9-3, which isn't good. Um, But yeah, no, I wild-carded, and 
I was happy not only with my team uh, going into that game, but I mean, I'm still happy before the league. I was happy with my team going into, into this week. Um, who did well for me? Uh, I mean, I, I, Hippie, I kept a clean sheet. I took a um, pun on Dinsa, however you pronounce it, the Charlton Fatty winner. Dinsa. Uh, he got me 11 points and I got returns from, yeah, I got returns from Perez and Chadwick as well. Uh, and also Henri. My captaincy, unfortunately, though, was on Shearer. Um, so he he only got me the four points. Um, but yeah, no, it was okay. I, I squeezed through in the Champman Cup. I think I'm down to the last 32, possibly. Um, so yeah. It was okay, but yeah, I, I had hoped, you know, as you always do with a wild card, you know, of a game week rank that's, you know, better than what I what I got. How about you? Uh, Lovely. Of course. <laughs> yeah, go for it. And a benchable game week. We went for half week. I think I read that today. Um, so there could I think be t- you're right. Yeah, um, there could potentially be a double game week. Um, but yeah, we don't have we don't have any clue of them yet. Yeah, no, I think I think Andy Martin was saying that you know Manchester United could have up to three possible blank game weeks or something like that, which would obviously mean there'd be doubles dotted around for them. Um, my advice for now, apart from the wild card, uh, which I think you could viably use. This week, next week, you can. You're now at the stage where you know you can wildcard in. You can look at the the ten remaining games, and you know you could wildcard from any point now and and build for for what's ahead. But no, those free hits, I would just say, just hold them, just hold them until you get. Unless you get a leak, which really, um, which tells you that certain good players are playing. Um, yeah, I would just, I would just hold it. There's no rush to use it unless your team's in, you know, dire straits of um, injuries. But everyone's due to come back the following week, which you know I doubt is the case. I would just hold the free hits. I'd hold the triple captain. I'd hold the bench boost. I suppose actually bench boost you could hold it for a double game week, but at the same time, you know, if if you end up having, um, I don't know, three out of four of your players playing at home who are on your bench, maybe. Um, Maybe just go for it. But um, yeah, no, those free hits, I think they could be really valuable. I still have both of my free hits. And um, currently, the penciled in idea would be to use them probably 37 and 38, simply Mm. to just kind of get the best of those last two weeks. Um, However, that's nothing permanent. It's just me thinking I have no urgency to use the free hits. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's kind of where my head's at in terms of that strategy. That those chips. I mean, triple captain. I've not even really thought. I'll just wait for a double game week for that. And yeah. If Manchester United have a double game week, I think lots of people used it. Didn't they? Didn't I'm sure Man United had a double game week last season near the end of the season, and lots of people went for rude. Probably. Uh, I'd probably just. I'd probably just say do that again. Yeah, I mean, I've got triple captain and bench boost as well. The only thing you've got to think of is that you can only play, if it's a double game week, you can only sort of play one chip. So if you've only got, if there's only one more double game week in the last 10, 
you know, you, you know, which one are you going to play? So I'd probably play triple captain. So I'd be looking to maybe do what you just said and wait for you to maybe have two out of three decent home and one away game on the bench and then play that bench boost. Let's be fair. Mm. No one ever makes huge gains off a bench boost. So it is just when I think it's just one of those chips when you feel like it, I hate bench boost. Um, mm. But there we go. Um, uh, Billy Hadaway, what is love? Uh, as asked mm. the, Best differentials for the final stretch. I mean, it's not really a final stretch, to be fair, Billy. It's it's another like ten game weeks. I mean, that's not to me a final stretch. Yeah, it's ten weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's that's quite that's quite a while. Um, it's eleven actually. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. See, I yes, mean, I, but I, no, you're, I I agree. I mean, I've been looking at the fixtures, thinking who and how do I find players that can that you know. All, every single team has, you know, some two, three, four of the, the red fixtures or the harder fixtures. There's no one that just has an easy run. So it's quite tricky to kind of fill this um, question with, with answers. But mm. go on then. Who, 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 have you, who are you thinking of? Um, um, I'll shout one or two that I've got. Uh, Jamie Redknapp. I don't think many people still own him. And although he missed a penalty recently, he, did, he got an assist last week. Um, definitely worth owning. Still on penalties, obviously. Um, Ceratos, still don't think he's that highly owned. He's returned in every game he's played so far. Uh, I own him. I've owned him from the first game he played. And he's returned every week for me. Um, so that's all, always good. Otherwise, it's, otherwise, from there, it's, it's quite difficult. Because, I mean, this week, Harpal Singh is playing for Leeds. It might be the fact that Hart is now dropped again for a while and Harpal Singh's playing. So he's, he's, there's a case for him. Mm. Um, otherwise, there's just not that many different differentials um, that, that you mm. can use. It's all, it's all very template again. You're all on your Perez, Zepeda, Varon, um, Henri, Henri's come good all of a sudden, Viduka, Larson, people are going to own them. I'll tell you one big differential, I reckon, is still going to be Kevin Phillips. I don't reckon many people are going to own Kevin Phillips at the moment um, as a big mm. as a high price. But then again, he's this week he's got Man United. Next week he's got Middlesbrough. So you know, not great. It's not till game week thirty where they've got Bolton, Newcastle, and Arsenal. Maybe and Arsenal is going to be fucking difficult. Is where you might want to bring him in. But I still think he'll be quite mm. low owned. Um, so mm. yeah, in it, for differentials is hard, but I've just given I've given you a couple of people who are probably quite low owned. There you go. Don't know if you want to see any more. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've just put down a player of each position. Cool. Um, goalkeeper, I've gone for Vestervelt um, from Blackburn, yeah, Blackburn and yeah. defender, I've gone also for Weatherall from Blackburn as well. Um, they've got a they've got a pretty decent run. Uh, I mean, they've got a couple of tricky games, which is Arsenal away and Leeds away in in thirty one and thirty six. But apart from that, um, they've got some decent fixtures. Uh, the midfielder I put down was actually assuming he keeps playing, Gus Poyet um, at Spurs. Okay. And then um, the striker I've put down is um, Helgerson. Uh, um, yeah, very Watford good. probably have the best run on paper. Um, possibly, yeah, probably have the best run on paper where they have all green or grey fixtures apart from game week 37, which is which is Leeds at home. But yeah, no, their next, um, their next f- say, four games at Ipswich, Aston Villa, Tottenham, Derby, you know, all of those teams they could score against. 
Uh, I mean, obviously Watford aren't, you know, renowned for being high scoring or anything. Um, and, and you probably would prefer to own Petkov than um, Helgerson. But in terms of a differential, Helgerson um, would be my pick. Cool. Happy days. Uh, Christoph Sam has actually asked three questions and he's literally listed it out as question one, question two and question three. It's greedy, but I'm going to let it slide. Mm. So question one is, I'm on double Liverpool defence. Is it worth transferring them out? And if so, who for? I guess he's got a Henshaw's hippier double up and we know full well... The league's given us Liverpool's defence, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm imagining... Yes, it has. So I'm imagining he's got a Hencho and uh, hippier double up. Our friend... Yeah, our friend Craig Kemp also has the Hancho and Hippia double up as well. He's, I think he might be getting rid of both. See, I wouldn't get rid of both. I'd get rid of one. Um, and I'd bench the other one, obviously. <laughs> um, but yes, I would be mm-hmm. definitely getting rid of, uh, rid of one of them to make way for somebody else who could potentially score me points that week. I did get. I did. I never had a double up, but mm. I did have Hippia, and I did get rid of him. This, um, he was my transfer out. Mm. Uh, not only that, it's because they've got. Shit yeah, I, I, I'm contemplating get rid of Hippia as well. They've got shit fixtures as well. Um, after, so not only is he not playing this week, they've okay. got shit fixtures going forward. I think, or difficult, I should say. So um, yeah, bind him off. So I would, mm. I would get rid of one and bench the other. Who for was the question. Um, so I got in Ferdinand. You could make a case for because I like the fact that Leeds are at home this week to Charlton. I don't, you know, I think maybe clean sheets on the horizon there. Mm. Um, you could make a case for Ashley Cole. He's the other one I was considering. If you're going to get rid of Hippier, he's the same price. Um, although I just had a feeling that Leicester might score against Arsenal, but I don't think they'll win. Um, so that was more mm. more of a concern for me. Um, you could look at potentially another Liverpool defender. Um, if you wanted to, I think that's a bit silly. Um, and this week, yeah, that's that's all I'd be looking at this week. Um, well, I mean, the move that I was considering and still am considering is um, Hippia out. I only have one Liverpool defender. Um, Hippia out for Tariko. Yeah, um, Tariko is well. confirmed at pl- confirmed as playing. They're playing at home to Watford. Uh, and their next game after that is home again to Spurs and Tariko playing at fullback, wingback, sorry. You know, he's got that attacking potential against Spurs. They're at home again. I mean, what you need to be conscious of, though, if you do that, is that the next three games afterwards is Liverpool, Chelsea and Manchester United. Oh, sorry, followed by Middlesbrough. So, um, <laughs> yeah, four out, tricky really? games afterwards. Ouch. Um, yeah, so you know, it's it's the kind of move that you know, if if you um, were planning on wild carding in a couple of weeks' time, it'd be fantastic. If you've got two free transfers, fine, just do that one then. Um, but I, I'm inclined to agree with you in terms of of getting you know, only getting rid of one of them, um, as long as your bench um, provides you with cover. I think it's fine to hold. You know, the players aren't injured; they've just been rested. You know, it's a rep twelve. Um, scenario so um, yeah I would just 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 hold one of them and you know don't don't you know dismantle your team completely yeah okay his second question very simple is Larson or Viduka <sighs> okay well 
I went last. No, I didn't. I I went for Viduka this week. My two transfers in were Ferdinand and Viduka. Um, however, quite honestly, you could make a case for either. And probably watch this space. I imagine Larson will score a bag for a week, and I'll be like, "Shit, I've gone for the wrong one." Um, but I just <laughs> I just love Mark Viduka. So you know, mm. that's part of the charm of this game is pick the people you love. Um, and I I used to love Mark Viduka. I mean, I liked I liked Henrik Larson as well. But yeah, Viduka for me. Um, mm. But yeah, like I said, make a case for. Yeah, you. I mean, for me as well because I think sorry. Um, Viduka for me as well, simply because he is the better player. Um, however, you know, if you can do, you know, it depends what you're going to do with the money that you're saving because it's a couple of million cheaper, isn't he? So, you know, if that, if that 2.5. money you're saving is going to allow you to upgrade somebody. Yeah. So if you can upgrade either one of your defenders or your midfielders, or maybe you like your second striker, you might be able to go from say Dublin to a Hamilton Ricard or you know, uh, one chop to a, uh, I don't know, Shearer or something like that. Um, yeah, if it allows that, then yeah, you could you could easily say Larson. But if you genuinely just have the choice of the two, I would go for Viduka. You're on Dublin, up the stairs to Hamilton Ricard. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's, um, <laughs> t- question three, is the top three captain picks for this weekend? Jesus Christ, Christoph, do you want to choose a team for you? Um, <laughs> uh, well, Viduka or Larson is obviously huge. Uh, I think yep. if you've got a lead striker captain in this week, um, the next one for me would be Thierry Henry um, against yep. Leicester, and then or maybe someone like Robbie Fowler for Liverpool, or maybe Boxic or Rickard for Middlesbrough. Hmm. Well, you've said all the names that I had written down, so yeah. See, um, I don't need to write yeah, shit down, mate. Not much I can add. Just a clever clogs. <laughs> yeah, I had Reduka, Henri, and then I had Ricard or Zapeda. I just need to look at the fixtures. That's how, lo- how much I love Champ Man. I just know the players. Um, I just wish I was higher. Uh, fantastic. Well, there you go, Christoph. You've picked your team <laughs> and your captain. Don't blame us if it goes wrong. Um, okay, so we've gone to ESN now. This is new. Well, we've gone to ESN because we had an ESN question. I guess we could have put it under general. Um, uh, but yes. No. Uh, let's do ESN. I mean, I'm not, let's be fair. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, how'd you do in ESN? Uh, well, That's I did okay. I mean, you know, <laughs> Elitarian. Yeah, no, I did fine. Um, I scored 57 Ooh. points. Um, the average score was 47 points. Um we kind of don't really know too much about the game. We're learning on the job. Um, so, yeah, 57 speak points. Speak for yourself, mate. I smashed um, it. I, I, I ha- <laughs> you did. You just you did well. Go on, then. So, go on. Share, share your score. I got 67. Boom. Puts me 3,000. Three, <laughs> yeah, see, out. that's the thing. You, yeah. Okay. What? So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I got my rank. I'm 10K. 10,899 10, to be precise. But yeah, I'm sitting at 10K at the moment. It's all fine margins, isn't it? Yeah, massively. Um, so I think what people really want to know, though, is um, why don't you tell... Who was your captain this week? Because uh, I just want to hear us say, say the names incorrectly. Oh, uh, Barisha. Barisha. I'll tell my team. My team is... Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my team. My... I don't mind. Yeah. Uh, 
let's do the pronunciations. Brennan. So I've got uh, Klassen in goal. I've got Borch Graven- Gravenik. Uh, sorry, Borch Gravink. Uh, Bjorkan, Hegheim, Bjornback, Arsnes, Donham, Berg, Bothheim, Islamovic, and Barisha. It's not that bad. Nice. That's your starting 11, yeah? That's your starting okay, 11. Okay, so my go- uh, I've got Karlstrom, uh, Borgrivink, Bor- Gr- or whatever. Borgrivink. Na- Na- yep, what you said. <laughs> I've got Narsberg, and I've got Christensen, then I've got Berg, Taylor, Donham, Solbakken, and Bell, Botheim, and Barisha. Yeah. Nice. Um, I didn't pick the, some of those players because they'd be easy to say, honestly. <laughs> um, like Bill, Taylor and Berg. Um, yeah, no, I mean, 57 points. I'm happy enough with that. Uh, we're in a couple of mini leagues, aren't we? Um, we're in actually, um, well, I think you are too. We're in um, Heskibo's um, mini league. And that scores put me at rank 195. So you can tell, I mean, in that, in that league, the is top... That- is scoring that, person scored 85 points. Is that the beginner's elite Syrian pod? Yeah, that's yeah. correct. I was, I'm, um, I'm 68th. When I saw that, I was like, bloody hell, that's a tough competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, Hescobo's playing, this is his third season, I think, playing. I'm pretty sure I, when I listened to his pod, he said he played twice, two seasons Hescobo. before. Um, so, you know, there'll be people that... Um, yeah, he's a legend. There'll be people that um, played with him probably in that first season, then people that played with him in the second season. So there'll be it'll be a real mixture of first season, second season, and third season um, players. Uh, I think he's quite no, well known within the, the the community of of the league. So yeah, I mean, I guess for me, an achievement in that league would probably to finish in the top sort of hundred, really. Yeah, to be fair. Um, yeah. So I'm not going to lie. I, I, I enjoyed making my team when the game launched. When was it? About a month or so ago. Mm. I enjoyed making my team. And then we've had, um, obviously, the seat going out. It's probably more like two months ago now. Um, but yeah, we had pushbacks of, oh, of the season and then sure. games being cancelled and whatnot. And um, I was finding it quite frustrating trying to pick a team Um you know, with where where you didn't have players that were blanking because it felt silly because everyone that blanked in game week one is also blanking in game week two as well. So you'd be really putting yourself behind a lot of people if you you know if you kind of carried through loads of blanking players. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was trying to build a team. What's difficult is trying to build a team of 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 people and you just don't know if any of them are any good or if they're going to play so you kind of base it on price you base it on what other people are saying and and other templates templates that you see floating around um you know luckily we we have people that we do know or that we can speak to who have played the game before or are Norwegian. <laughs> um like David Strom he was really helpful for us and um, some of the other guys within the, the ESN community um, are really helpful. And obviously we've got ESN information also, again, on our website, um, you know, where certain players were, were tipped um, a few weeks ago in, in articles and stuff like that. But some of those players obviously were blanking. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm just happy to sort of stay with the pack to a degree uh, in these first couple of weeks. 
first few weeks probably and then um you know in a few weeks time we can start looking at okay which players are up and coming who's kind of standing out who's in form and stuff like that um and yeah I'm, i'm looking forward to kind of at least knowing who some of the good players are that I either own or, or, or I don't own, but I know that they're performing well. Because at the moment, I'm just a bit blind to it all. No, I totally, totally agree. Um, and Tesco's question was exactly, how did you both get on? Um, so I think we've answered that nicely. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. Oh, it is worth, yeah, I would say it's worth noting that even if you want to join the game now, if you if you're frustrated that you missed out i'd say still join um you know whether it's one or two weeks that you miss i would say still join uh, and also listen to heskibo's pod um he does um an esm pod i think it's every week uh and you know it, you're not you're just not going to find the information out there unless you speak norwegian in which case you there's a fair chance if you speak norwegian you're probably norwegian um so therefore you will know about the league anyway. Um, so if you just have a general interest in wanting to play the game, I would say definitely listen to his podcast um, where he will just, you know, break things down and um, just be that link between the game and the community uh, and, and and kind of keeping you guys up to date with um, players that are coming and going that are in form and, and, and stuff like that. And his just general experience of playing the game, as I said, he's playing for, I think it's his third season now. So um, yeah, check out his podcast. Absolutely. And that concludes ESN. And we move on to our general questions and one more, and it moves us on to nicely to obviously our, another new game we'll be playing. So the half hour fantasy podcast, which is Panda's podcast, isn't it? Um, it's not shit no <laughs> that's not Panda's podcast that's the fantasy pints one isn't it this one is the one they asked us they invited us to play the fantasy Scotland game oh yeah do you remember a few weeks ago yes of course yeah that was that's a step too far for me although although didn't we say we would yeah Panda's one is the happy hour one. happy hour half hour happy you can see where I fucked up it's got our and fantasy yeah. podcast. No, no, no. Yeah. I completely understand. Yeah, of course. Um, it is. Yeah, no. We agreed to play Scotland, but I think it will be slightly dead teams, if not sort of mildly awake teams. I mean, I'll give it a go. I mean, I'd like to think I'd probably. Then again, I say this, but I did quite well in the fantasy, uh, the Norwegian one, to, for the first game week. So I say that, but mm. I actually took it quite seriously. Um, so I'm sure I will do some investigating and pick a decent team for Scotland. I, when I play these games, I'd want to do my best, so I, I probably will mm. keep an eye in, it, keep an eye on the scores, and keep my ear to the ground. Um, but yeah, sorry, the half-hour fantasy podcast. Sorry, chaps. Um, they've asked the Euro 2020 games live. What's the plans? Well. I mean, not only do we, not only have we, we're certainly playing the game. We'll, start, we'll certainly talk about it. Obviously, with FPL and everything closing, this podcast will not close. Um, so we will certainly be uh, podding during the Euro 2020. Um, and it will move to more of a, <laughs> mm. a Euro 2020 fantasy champ man and ESN. Um, <laughs> definitely. Uh, we'll, we'll keep going for as long as you guys want us to. Um, and I absolutely love the Euros. I, I normally end up watching pretty much every game I can. Uh, I've got a TV in my office, mm. so I imagine I will put the games on, um, unless they're all evening games. Obviously, I don't know that, but probably not. Um, I've already picked a team. 
in Euro, in my Euro fantasy. I'm really happy with it. Um, I'm playing the the Euro 2020 of, of the UEFA game that got launched today, and I'm also mm. playing fan team as well. So uh, yeah, I'll be taking it very seriously. Um, I absolutely love sort of international Euro and World Cup and stuff. So um, that's the plan. Um, not only that, but I guess we'll be having a lot of articles on the website about it. Um, we already have an absolutely, and I'm not just you know saying this, guys. If you haven't checked out Motley Motley Barnett's article um, or, or downloaded his spreadsheet of data from the website, you are missing out on on just a ridiculous stat chest, <laughs> treasure chest. <laughs> it is insane. Um, he's literally got every group, every team. Um, and just got stats for all the world, all the qualifiers, all the friendlies, who played, who didn't, formations they put out. It's it's insane. The work that he's put in is just just unrivaled. Um, go and get a copy of it. Yeah, and he's he's, I mean, he's going through um, each group as well, isn't he? Doing doing things about every every group, a lowdown of every group. Oh yeah, he's and, not finished. <laughs> um, oh yeah, and uh, yeah, it's absolutely it's 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 ongoing. I mean, he's. He's relentless, and not only is he relentless, he's um, he delivers. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he, he's he's oh, producing so quality things. Uh, I mean, you know, he tweeted it out today with the link and stuff, and you know, it's you know, it's it's got um, loads of likes and retweets and stuff like that. Um, yeah, he's doing he's doing amazing work, and um, you know, as as yeah, yeah, I mean. And as, as Darren mentioned, yes, the plan is to play um, the official game, the UEFA game, and we'll we'll be dabbling in the fan team one as well. Um, there's, there are, I think there are, there's at least one other um, format of the game, but I think we'll just stick to those two probably. Yeah, I, think I don't want to get all yeah, playing. I think the other one is a Mac, is the McDonald's Telegraph one. Telegraph or something? No, 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 the Sun. Oh, okay. Well, the son have oh, got okay. the son have got one. McDonald's usually do one, um, but fuck it, I'm just sticking to the UEFA and the fan team. I, you know, at the end of the day, the UEFA is what everyone on Twitter yeah. is playing. Fan team is the one if you want to enter a decent amount of money and try and win some money. I'll only concentrate on two, mm. and that's that. Yeah, 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 no. So and 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 so therefore that will be um, the ones that we do cover not only um on the podcast but also on the website um so i don't imagine we'll be covering like like darren said the mcdonald's one or anything like that simply because we we won't have the knowledge and i'd rather we covered a couple extensively than try and spread ourselves too thin and you know we end up just kind of blagging it really (laughs) and we don't want to do that no. Um, oh yeah. So absolutely. yeah, we'll be we'll be talking about that. We'll be watching as many games as possible, and um, hopefully seeing England lift the trophy at the end of it. Yeah, you say that most of the teams I've picked so far don't have any, any English players in them, apart from maybe one. Funny that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, well, let's wait for the squad to be announced. I guess, but very true. Depends if Saka's going, we'll win. That's a bold claim. That's on pod. You idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was stupid. That's fine. I told you a few pods ago that he needs to play. He's well, the man. Yeah. He, I mean, he's good and he's he's going to be good, but not yet. Not yet. I think there's people above him, but um, you can stick by that. That's not a problem. Um, 
Perfect. This is podcast done. Mm-hmm. Record time, I think. Um, yeah, it's going to get a bit shorter as we get into less games, obviously. Um, we'll just have to spend a decent amount of time talking about the Euros. That's easy. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we won't be speaking about Gaffer now until August, probably. No, no, exactly. Um, what I would say, though, is watch this space in terms of Gaffer and... Um, what was known as the um, Championship Express, which Jamie has has renamed now. Uh, it's called the Championship Podcast, I think he's called it. Scary then, um, I thought you were going to do a shout yeah, out. the Championship Fantasy Podcast. I thought you were going to do a um, shout out for the Gaffer account that changed into the <laughs> fake celebs one. I was worried then. I didn't know what you were going to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that one. Not that one. Um, yeah. Dirty no, bastard, Jamie, you uh, who, who um, this season has done... <laughs> um yeah jamie who who did the um championship express uh he's doing it's now changed to the championship fa- championship fantasy podcast awesome. and um yeah he had mentioned before actually about um linking up at some point um so next season definitely maybe even pre-season Either we'll go on his pod, he'll come on ours, or or, or something like that. We'll, we'll yeah. do something with uh, with him, definitely. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, fantastic, brilliant podcast done. Podcast done. Problem. Right, guys, catch everyone later. Appreciate the listens. Thank you. Yep. Thanks, guys. Let's check out the website. See you later. Bye.